Welcome to episode number 94 of Take Him With You for November 14th, 2010. Today we talk about a little bit of stuff going on here at the Moyer household, update on MW and more. Well, on this week's program, we're going to be talking about all sorts of interesting things around the holidays. It is that season, and Amy and I are going to talk to you today and about how to get ready for the holidays and make them a little less commercial and more memorable. We have great Facebook and Twitter comments coming up. Stick around. Coming soon, the exciting follow-up to my Stargazer music project, the short story and musical journey of M.W. Orbit. Greetings. I am M.W. Orbit. Is there anyone there? Join M.W. Orbit, NASA's first artificially intelligent deep space probe, as he visits the Milky Way galaxy looking for life. MW updates his blog on where he is on his journey. He takes your email and Twitters and answers questions. Then, in a few weeks, he'll be downloading his journey interpreted through music. Initiating translation. Visit mw-orbit.com to read up on MW's progress. Coming soon, MW Orbit, the new interactive story and music project by me, Rick Moyer. Join MW as he journeys through the Milky Way galaxy, searching for life. Visit mw-orbit.com today. So after months and months of work, MW is just about ready to be produced. Yay. Yeah. A lot of work. Yeah. Um, we thought it would be done a while ago, but, you know, there's always edits and things to make a little bit better, a little different. Well, I mean, you want to put out a product that people are going to want to listen to more than once. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to charge 10 bucks for an album, you might as well enjoy it, right? Yeah. I think so. Well, we have um, some really good creative friends that we uh, are f- 
are obviously friends with <laughs> and <laughs> okay. yeah and uh gave it to a few of them and got some good feedback on it and especially from Stefan who I work with on the Martians are here podcast and he said you know here tweak on this a little bit and look at that a little bit and so I did and I think it's a way better it's a fun story and well, I don't know about fun but it's a cool story and it's got lots of really cool music that goes along with it so uh, it should be out shortly I could really see um is it DreamWorks or no Pixar? I think I think no. your thing would be a good Pixar movie. I don't think so. I think so. I don't think so. Well, you know what? That's life. We think differently sometimes. Yeah. Hey, we'll give away. You know, we're trying to earn some money to uh, get the new album produced. So I'm giving not not giving away, but I'm selling Stargazer download cards for the uh, Stargazer CD that I put out a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I've got one right now. If somebody wants a free copy of Stargazer, they can, right as they're listening right now, uh, they can email me, rick at takehimwithyou.com. That's rick at takehimwithyou.com. And if they do that and they say, I want a Stargazer CD or a download or whatever, I want Stargazer in the email line, uh, I will take all of those that send them in in the next week and uh, put them in a hat and draw out a free one and you get a free copy of stargazer a download card you can instantly download it right on your computer but i'm selling the download cards for six bucks a piece which is four dollars off the album mm-hmm. that's a good deal yeah and it doesn't clutter up your house because it's it just you can all electronic it. yeah mm-hmm. you go right to cd baby uh slash redeem and then i give you a little code you uh, type it in and you get the whole album right there on your computer it's really cool mm-hmm so if you want, there's a contest right now. If you want to uh, win a Stargazer CD uh, a music project, just all you got to do, send an email to rick at takehimwithyou.com and say in the subject line, I want Stargazer. And I'll put that in a in a hat and pull out the winning entry. And uh, for all those that enter, whoever wins, I will send a download card. Mm-hmm. Code code yeah should be fun yeah but anyway we're hoping that everybody will really enjoy the new album and uh it takes a little bit of money we've had a few people donate towards helping us get that out and uh, then anything anything that we sell then helps us every month as we uh go about our business and and do the things that we do to bring take him with you to everybody all around the world mm-hmm. yeah you're awfully quiet today yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what we're going to talk about next. <laughs> I know what we're going to talk about next. Okay. How we've created a monster in my wife, and I'll, I'll share that uh, in just one moment. Okay. So this has been another crazy few weeks or week of craziness here at our house. You've been real busy at work. Well, you were at one day. You didn't get work. Well, yeah. One day I showed up for work and found out I didn't have work that day. But but it worked out because um, except for the fact that our trash cans overfull. Um, Why is our trash can overfull? Well, because I thought I had a day at work. It was Veterans Day, and um, the lady who I was going to work for her she forgot that her husband was going to be home and he was tired and wanted to sleep on the couch so that wouldn't so you work couldn't for me vacuum well yeah yeah clean the carpets and stuff so you got kind of thursday off so i got thursday off and Catherine had thursday off school she for veterans have, day mm-hmm. 
So we decided that we were going to deep clean the kitchen cabinets and take everything out and organize and get rid of things. And, um, you know, by the time we threw out stale cereal and different things in the cupboard. You went through the medicine cabinet, and too. And we went through the medicine cabinet cupboard and a bunch of other cupboards and threw away old stuff and outdated things and so now our garbage can's full but i I mean we recycled what we could but yeah not everything you can recycle so So you were busy at the house here but uh yeah so i worked but just not paying work (laughs) Catherine and i worked in our house uh yeah so that's fun and i worked on the album all week and then had a very intense couple of days of recording for uh chapter 27 of the martians are here podcast and we you were so busy with those two things that we're getting a late start on our podcast because yeah no they get it just at the right time oh okay it comes out on sundays it comes out on sundays but we're just recording on a different day than we normally do a different do. day than we normally do yeah sure, sure but it'll work out yeah okay so what else exciting things happened this week um Boy, I just worked a lot, and then I come home from work and kind of collapse. <laughs> so. No, I'll tell you what happened this week. My wife has furthered her addiction for her new iPod oh, Touch. Well, it's just because it's so convenient just to now, check my face. Now, I just want everybody to hear what she's saying because she used to complain, complain, complain about me and my gadgets. Yeah. And I love my iPod Touch, and she used to complain because... I would, uh, first thing in the morning, grab it next to the bed and read my emails and go through the weather forecast and look at the stock report and all these different things. And then just the other morning, I pick mine up and I notice there's something already bright in the room. I'm like, what? (laughs) And I look over and she's got hers and she's doing the exact same thing, except she is addicted to the Facebook application on the iPod Touch. you know, I I have to leave the house so early Okay, so no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Before you justify all these things, (laughs) you used to get all upset with me, and now you do this exact same thing. Now, do you understand why I like it? Well, yeah, because it's just, it's easier. But I still think that there should be... Convenience, I still think there should be a a time that, like, from midnight till till 6 and 7 in the morning that... That no electronics should be on. I don't agree because <laughs> I, I can. I like to put music on and fall asleep to music, and uh-huh. or listen to audio dramas or podcasts or whatever. And don't you think that's okay? Um, I don't know. I've you been just at, yawn. You may be yeah. on. Boy, this is an uplifting, uh, <laughs> exciting podcast when both the I've, hosts are yawning on the that, air. I've done that when I've been camping or something. I listen to my iPod going to sleep because. Because sometimes the sounds of like raccoons walking out around. I saw raccoons last night. I went out and see what I did. I I cleaned the CD player in the car because it was making funny noises. Uh, And so then I put the brand new CD in in my car of MW Orbit to go listen to it on another in another source, you know. Uh So I went to town last night and drove around, went to Walmart and plugged the CD in and I listened and, and I was on my way home. And I thought there was a cat in the road, and I slowed down, and it was a family of raccoons crossing the... They look just like little Stripey, my cat. Raccoons are kind of cute, but they can be vicious. Uh, They didn't look like they were very thrilled with me coming towards them. Yeah, you did stop, so you didn't run over them. I did not run over any raccoons. They look too much like Stripey. I couldn't do it. You know, when we lived in the country um, down in Raymond for a couple years... 
there we used to feed our cats our cats outside and we had little dishes of food outside right outside the glass door and the door. raccoons would come eat the cat food well not only did they eat the cat food but they would carry off the containers yeah they were funny because they used their they used their little paws just like hands mm-hmm and they would they would be able to carry off the whole container of cat food and take it to the woods. Maybe maybe they were taking it to their babies or something. I don't know. I don't know, but there's dishes out in the woods somewhere in Raymond that came yeah. from our porch. We had to start like saving cottage cheese cartons or cool whip cartons. Yeah. Because otherwise they would take our good cereal bowls out. Yeah, it's like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> but they were really fun to watch. The kids would sit cross-legged right by the screen door and the glass door and would be just literally inches away from the raccoons but i didn't let them go outside with the raccoons because they could have rabies or bite them or something but it was fun watching them sure how do we get on that subject when we were talking about the ipod touch i like animals i like nature okay yeah more than electronics <coughs> but I, I, i'm getting more into electronics i guess yes you are yeah. And this is a good thing because I got your little charger with speakers that you can... Yeah, and I take it to my some of my cleaning jobs. Not all of them, but if I have a cleaning job where I'm by myself, like the other day I, I was listening to the Federalist Papers with Thomas Paine and <laughs> different <laughs> geeky things because I like his, history geeky stuff. So you listen to it on your iPod. Yeah. There's lots of uh, free podcasts out there. What about is that, that kind of what stuff. What is that called? I'm not sure. It's um, you have your thing I right know. there. Let me see. There's a bit I've got. I have it on Facebook instead of. Anyway, there's some free podcasts that have like historical documents, and then um, that are read to you. Huh? That yeah, you can listen to them, and then there's also all kinds of old books that are you know past copyright and they have and you're all up to date on all your podcasts now too huh you got I, you listen to anomaly i listen to like two or three anomaly do you listen to any treks and sci-fi day. ever yeah i listened to a couple of treks and sci-fi the Sweet. other day did you listen to the one i did i haven't yet because did you put it on here yeah maybe i did listen to it it was on peak performance the TNG you know episode. What? I listened to part of it, but I haven't listened to you commentating the the episode. The episode. I listened yeah. to. Like, I guest hosted on Trex and Sci-Fi. It was fun. Yeah. And you can go over to treksandsci-fi.com dot com, and click on the podcast notes, and you'll you'll see the one that I did. Um, I have. Watched, Thank you, Rico. By the way, I that have was great. watched that episode of Next Generation many times. Though. It was Mister and Mrs. Rico's birthday the last week. So their birthdays are right next to each other. Just like ours. Just like ours. Except they're a few years older than we are. (laughs) Not that many. Five. Five years. Well, at least Rico is. I don't know. He was his big 50 this year. Yeah. Congratulations, Rico, on making the big 50 mark. Yep. You're not that far away, you know. Who's not that far away? You. I'm a year further than you are. <laughs> no, you're a year, year. No, I'm a year further than you are. Uh, well, I'm a year f- further from the 50. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Right. Just want to make sure you. You're going to be 50 a year before I am. That's true. That's true. And I celebrated my 45th this year. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I got the coolest gift from uh, my son, Nathan. Oh, yeah. And you didn't talk about Catherine's gift. It finally and got here I was, in the mail. I was going to play it over the air, but it doesn't make noise. But I got a Gorn bobblehead. Oh, that one doesn't talk. No, huh? I got a, I have a Spock bobblehead now and a Gorn bobblehead. Yeah, Catherine actually found the Gorn awesome. one first and wanted to order it for you because she knows you like that 
old um, Gorn episode. Yeah, on, it's a good one. Um, the original Star Trek. With the mesh eyes on the alien. Uh, yeah, really, really cool. stupid. But anyway. No, it's not stupid. Um, but anyway, Captain she... Kirk makes gunpowder out of elements that he finds on the planet to shoot the Gorn. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. Well, they do that on Swiss Family Robinson, too. So? It's cooler in space. <laughs> it's cooler in space. Everything's um, cooler. You can quote me. Everyone quote me. Everything's cooler in space. Well, in fact, pro- I'm going to Twitter that right now. Probably because there's Here I go. a lack of atmosphere to hold in any heat, and so space is cool. Here we go. Here we go. Everything Wouldn't you fra- freeze? Is cooler Don't you freeze in instantly space. if you're out in space because there's um, no atmosphere to protect you? There. I just tweeted it. You just ignored about five things I've said. What did you say? I said, isn't it cooler in space because there's no atmosphere to protect you and you would That would depend on if you were by the sun or not. Well, I guess that's true. I think everything is relative. I I think that it's probably really cold in space, even if there's sunshine. I think you have to have an atmosphere to have warmth. That's what I was saying, but okay. you ignored me. About I didn't ignore times. you. I was tweeting. You were busy things, tweeting. Things have to be engaged when you're tweeting. Otherwise, you can make a fool of yourself. Okay. That's another quote you can quote me on. Let's write that. Shall we tweet that? No. Things. Well, I don't even remember what I said. No, let's go on. Okay. Well, we're rambling now. Um, yes. Why don't we get into the subject for today after we... Uh, do a few things. Uh, we'll play a couple of promos and we'll be right back. And we'll get into the, here's the big subject today. How to make the most out of your holidays instead of it all being a big commercial and and expensive and frustrating time. What are some things we can practically do to make the holiday more, ex- not, not just exciting, but more memorable and deeper as far as uh, an experience is concerned right after this? The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-Fi Entertainment News and Commentary. I am Locutus, a Borg. Star Trek Episode Analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Our friend Casey, that we mentioned earlier, has never seen Empire. Or Jedi. What? No. I know. I nearly banished her. I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And we're the socially functional co-hosts of Anomaly. The podcast with a unique perspective, a female perspective, on all things geek. Star Trek, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Buffy, Firefly, gaming, books, costuming, and general geek topics. 
the sometimes monthly, but always entertaining Anomaly Podcast. AnomalyPodcast.com. So this weekend, the Anomaly ladies and their husbands, I believe, are at Renfest. That's a renaissance fair, right? That is true. And I mm-hmm. believe that they've been working on their costumes like crazy. At least I know Jen and her husband have. <laughs> is this the one that they're they're going as the, the four horsemen, horsemen of, of the of apocalypse? apocalypse? <laughs> that was just fantastic. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I can't wait to see pictures. I got to see how they interpreted that. Well, they have, you know, in Revelation, it talks about the different colored horses, the red one and the white one mm-hmm. and the was it black and gray? I don't remember. Anyway, I can't remember. So, but they're all dressed in the different colors. That's hilarious. Yeah. I wonder if anybody's going to guess who they are. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think that's great, though. So I can't wait to hear. Maybe we'll get Jen to do a little report and uh, tell us how it went. <laughs> I guess that, that that was funny. Anyway, listen yeah. to the Anomaly podcast. It's really good. And then, of course. The other promo we played is for Trex and Sci-Fi. Really cool family of uh, geeky folks over at the treksandsci-fi.com slash forums. It's a lot of fun. They're a great mm-hmm. great bunch of friends. And we've met all sorts of people. We've actually met people in person. How cool is that? That uh, we're on an internet chat board with. And uh, not just that. There's just lots of other cool things. And we really enjoy that podcast, too. It's a lot of fun. I know, it's before Thanksgiving, but I just couldn't resist. Ready? (laughs) I guess I don't sing very good. Now wait till you hear who sings. It's fabulous. The best. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. La-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. It's the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Don't we now our gay apparel? There's nothing like the sweet, sweet sounds of Willie Nelson. Ancient Yuleside Carol. Fa la 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 la. There we go. Well, anyway. It is. The holidays are upon us. It's soon to be Thanksgiving, and of course, uh, you know, I usually wait till after Thanksgiving to play any Christmas music. But, you know, there's always an, ex- an exception when uh, Willie Nelson is involved. <laughs> I could do that. I'll have to just plug my nose. No, no, it'd be more like... That's Willie. Okay. You yeah. got to play a guitar without uh, with a big a hole very, in it. I'm not very good at impersonations. Well, here we are getting ready for the holidays once again. It seems like this year has just flown by, and here we are again. Yeah. And it's time for Thanksgiving already. Now I know in in other parts of the world they don't celebrate Thanksgiving like we do, and we're actually going to talk about that next on the next episode. Mm-hmm. It's going to be our big Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the origins of Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. where the holiday came from, and what places around the world celebrate it. You'll be fascinated to hear some of these things. And uh, we'll talk about some of the reasons behind it, and hopefully we'll have a lot of audio comments. We've got about three now. 
uh, people that have sent in audio comments. And uh, you can do that really easily by just going to our website at takehimwithyou.com. You just go over there, and then there's this really cool phone number that you can call and leave a voicemail for us. Mm-hmm. And it records it, puts it on MP3, and sends it to my mailbox. And the number is one, area code 206 414 8499. That's 1 206 414 8499. Or the letters T H W Y for taken with you. Cute, huh? Yeah. <coughs> well, anyway, people can, can put a comment in and tell us here's the question we're asking for next week's program. The question is what is one of the things that you're very thankful for over the last year? You're just so such a great co-host you know this what? week. You're not even saying I, a word. You know what? I was nodding. I forgot that nodding doesn't go across on the... It doesn't. Um, <laughs> Nobody can... In space, they can't hear you scream. And in podcasting, they can't I hear, hear you, you nod. nod. Unless I bonk the microphone, I guess. You keep doing that, too. You, you're really enjoying that. Oh, it's really a lazy podcasting day today because it's raining outside. It's We got the heater turned on in the house. Our cat is... Oh, Stripey, Stripey is, is sitting like, right next to me on the couch. Yeah, he's right between us. And he's, he's purring and just kind of enjoying. Our daughter is sitting in the front room with us. Yeah, she's going to be a special guest today. If she cats, has to get over by you, though, so we can hear her. Yeah. I'm, yeah. You're going to tell us some of your favorite things that we've done in the past to, to make Christmas special for our Not family. just Christmas. And Thanksgiving. Yeah. And Christmas Eve. And Christmas Eve. and Holidays can... And Christmas vacation. All those kind of things. Yeah. Are a lot of fun. Thanksgiving vacation. Yeah. You actually wrote a paper for school on what you wanted to do on your Christmas break. Did she really? Yeah, Yeah, she did. No, I'm not reading it. (laughs) (laughs) But you did write one. You got to get closer to the microphone, though, or nobody will going to hear you. Seriously, maybe mom can. I can't move it over further. Then she's have, have to get next to you. She keeps talking away from it completely. You have to go this way. Your cute little face. Oh gosh! <laughs> Embarrass your daughter on the podcast. Anyway, we really need comments, and we'd love for you to to send in comments for our Thanksgiving special because we're talking about the origins of Thanksgiving, and then we're we're going to talk about being thankful. And of course, you know, it's a Thanksgiving special, so it'll be a lot of fun. That'll be out a week from uh, this podcast, so it'll be on the 21st that we have our Thanksgiving special, so it should be a lot of fun. So send your emails in if you have them, uh, if you want to do an MP3 comment to rick at takehimwithyou or amy at takehimwithyou.com, and you can just send them on in, and we'll we'll save them up and play them on the program and have a lot of fun getting a lot of comments from listeners. That would be so, so cool. Mm-hmm. But today... Today we're going to talk about making the most out of our holidays, commercialism, and Christmas. I noticed when I was at Walmart last night, late, getting some uh, recordable CDs, that uh, the whole they had their whole Christmas display already out. Yeah, they actually started putting Christmas stuff out, I think, before Halloween. You're they, kidding. No. Because the area that's usually the garden area, they started putting, you know, like their Christmas lights and some of the stuff up already. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And I, I've noticed that more and more. When we were kids, though, it seemed like you didn't have any Christmas displays or anything about Christmas at all. It was taboo mm-hmm. until the day after Thanksgiving. 
and then everybody unleashed the Christmas. We we usually put away our fall decorations the day after Thanksgiving and then start decorating for Christmas. We well, get the stuff out of the shed and start putting things together. And well, I know here in the United States they call that <laughs> Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, mm-hmm. because most of the retail stores that sell things for Christmas. Um, instead of being in the red anymore, go into the black as far as finances they, are concerned. They make the profit for the year, um, yeah, on that day. Yeah. And, but I've noticed that uh, that is... Now, when we were kids, do you remember that being a huge shopping day? No, but both of us lived in the country, too. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, so... but my mom worked retail, and I remember um, she was always up mm-hmm. early the day after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And gone early because they had a big, huge sale at the store. Mm-hmm. But it, there weren't any of these um, starting at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning sales like there are today, though. I think they probably, you know, maybe they opened an hour early. Is that the neighbor's compressor? Let me hear it. Just a minute. Be quiet. No, I think somebody is mowing their lawn in the rain. Oh. Isn't that weird? Well, anyway, yeah. you live right. You're in you're in our world right now. Okay, yeah. go ahead. So you were talking about when you were a kid. Did they have big Black Friday sales? Do you remember I, that? I don't remember, but my family growing up weren't really big into buying a lot of gifts. I mean, sometimes they would buy some, maybe one gift for each of us kids, but often they were homemade gifts. Like we would get, um, you know, like. Um, homemade toys for my grandpa or canned goods for my aunt or homemade sewn things or knitted things. Wow, we sound really old. Yeah. I never got anything like that. Yeah, well, my family, we were really country folks. And, um, you know, and my grandma lived in Seattle in the big city, but she always made us um, homemade um, knitted or um, slippers every year. Huh. And then we we usually get some new pajamas or different things from grandma too. Sure. But, but yeah. Of course this is this is quite the uh podcast with uh the neighbor mowing his lawn started right up during the podcast. But oh, he, I think he stopped for a moment, so we'll just keep going on. So you talked a little bit about getting slippers and stuff like that from your grandma and things mm-hmm. like that and uh for us we had more of a I think more of a commercial Christmas, but at the same time we did have a lot of really fun memories. Because we got together a family is basically what we did. Uh-huh. So that was kind of how it went. How about for you, Catherine? What's your favorite part of the holidays? I don't know. I just really like it's, it's a happy time of the year, and it just feels joyful and stuff. Yeah, you, you're you our joyful kid, aren't you? And you you really like a lot of music. You, you've already oh, asked me music. before Thanksgiving. You've said, is that channel on the TV on that that has all it is. Christmas music? It is on already. Yeah, so sometimes we'll turn on that. What's your channel. favorite Christmas song, Catherine? I don't know. I like them all. You have to turn that way. I like them all. You yeah. don't like them all. Well, most of them. You don't like the Willie Nelson Christmas album. Uh, yeah, that's right. So, what's your favorite song? I don't have a favorite. <sighs> okay. She does like to listen to a lot of different ones. Well, we did ask a lot of different... We, I mean, we have some really cool ideas to share with you in a moment. But we did ask the question on Facebook and Twitter. With the commercialization of the holidays, what are some things that you do with your family to make the holidays more personal and significant? And we got lots of responses. Mm-hmm. 
So what do we get? Um, Sarah says, me and Andrew listened to on the on this Christmas night together with the lights out on Christmas Eve. We remember um, memories from when we were kids. Cool. Angie says, I have a collection of nativity sets, over a hundred of them. Each year I let the kids help me set them out. The sets mean something to me, and letting my kids help means a lot to them. You know, that's the funny thing is, is I was a pastor's wife for over 20 years. I mean, yeah. You were? I had no idea. Okay, but do you know that it wasn't until last Christmas that I got my first whole nativity set? I... uh, (laughs) I had a couple little angels with a little baby Jesus that we would put out every year, and that was all I had. And then they had an after-Christmas sale at Walmart, and I picked one up for like $4. <laughs> so I finally have oh, one nativity set. Yay. Okay, I just thought We had a really that. fancy one when we were growing up. Yeah, your sister has it at her house now, I it's think. Pr- it was really it's cool. pretty neat looking. Well, for years and years and years, we had... We had one, but it wasn't that fancy. And then I don't know you when know, mom got that. I'm not even sure if my mom had one now that I think about it. But we had one at church when I was a kid that that we all took turns putting one figuring in. Like when we were real little, all the Sunday school classes, everyone had a little verse that had their figure in it. And they were they life size? Could you get your picture taken with them? No, they were only about three, four inches tall. Wow. We had a nativity scene, and every kid would get up and say their verse and put their little figure in. That's cool. Yeah, but it had, you know, donkeys and sheep and all kinds of stuff because there's quite a few Sunday school kids. Sure. So you had a big nativity set. That's cool. Yeah. We had a big one at church that went, I think it was on the communion table. It was up front anyway. Yeah. What did Alan say about it? Alan said, we do a one gift you can open on Christmas Eve and draw names to everyone has um, one family member. Um, Then the gift has to be something that you made or something that you already have that you want another person to have. We have... um, No, we we, make. We make a big production out of it, including chili for dinner and finishing up with holiday um, special like Charlie Brown or an, or another with a nativity story. Well, that must be kind of fun. Yeah. I don't know, though, because if you had chili on Christmas Eve, you'd have an explosive <laughs> Christmas. Well, he he's down in the south, so where there's... He's down in the south where probably chili is a popular food. Sure. Yeah. That's funny, Alan. I like mm-hmm. that. That's pretty cool. And I like the idea of giving something that you have... That, that means something made, to you yeah. that or that you made. It shows a lot of love and and it makes it makes the holiday season more personal mm-hmm. than commercial. That's really cool. Yeah. Thank you, Alan. Uh, Anthony says, for me, it all comes down to spending time with my family. I work too many hours, and Amanda works evenings. So this is a rarity in itself. We usually squeeze in a trip to the cinema and spend plenty of time vegetating in front of the t- TV. Bliss. <laughs> I think that's fun about holidays is that you you finally get out of the rat race for a couple of days at least and you can just enjoy being with your family and that's I think that's mm-hmm. the best part of of holidays. Catherine, what is it that you want us to watch every year at Christmas? It's kind white of a Christmas. white Christmas, yes. Yeah, so she's into her. the I snow. got her 
Sisters, sisters. Nothing like. La 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 sisters. sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, oh, I wish I was back in the army. Mister, they come between me and my sister. And Lord, help the sister. They come between me and my guy. Bo, guy, man. I don't know. Okay. So, I'm sorry. What did Wayne say? Wayne says, we not only try to always take the kids and their fiance husband or husband or whatever out to lunch and a holiday movie but we also have a big big family get togethers on christmas eve for fun dinner prayer and gifts and um, then many of us go to our church's candlelight service yeah that's cool uh brian says legendary preacher and political activist william sloan coffin writes that the greatest danger to the spirit an import of Christmas is not that it has been commercialized by overly sent, uh, by overly sentimentalized. Still, we are working to keep it simple. I think it meant uh, uh, maybe, but overly sentimentalized. Yes. Okay. I think that's what he meant. But mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense too. Yeah. Um, and then he says he goes on to say we are working to keep it simple: music, food, company, advent calendars, church attendance, community activities, caroling, caroling, intentionally with the regard, intentionality with the regard to gift giving, but spending less. And I really like the blue Christmas longest night of the year service we do, a few days before. The three Christmas Eve services we do. Let's get, um, it gets my head and heart in the right spirit. Are you having a hard time reading today? Um. Oh, you're using your iPod Touch. Yeah. So it's small. But I've got my reading glasses You know, if you turn on. it sideways, it's better. Oh, will it make it bigger? Should. A little mm, bit. A little Did bit. It? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Brian, sounds like you're very busy during Christmas. It sounds like we remember that yeah. when, when we were full time pastoring. Uh, Christmas time was the. It really wasn't. We it were, should have been a time to really celebrate yeah. your family and enjoy, you know, Jesus and stuff. But for us, it was constantly go we on the go on the go. We were pretty exhausted after all of our Christmas series because we used to put on plays too, big plays, big plays, and have and, thousands um, of people from the community come. And, and not yeah. only were the play nights busy, but. Catherine and I worked on the sets, and you often wrote the plays and helped direct the plays and act in plays. Yeah, so it's a little easier the last couple of years just to enjoy the holidays and not, not that you don't enjoy doing that kind of thing and putting those things on. It's just that sometimes you, even in the in the midst of trying to remind people what Christmas is all about, you yourself can lose sight of what Christmas is all about. Yeah, we the last couple of years we've tried to keep it more simple and um, yeah. We usually will attend a church service Christmas Eve, but we don't put it on yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Todd says, having a special needs sister-in-law really makes Christmas special for me. She loves to open the simplest of gifts, especially if it's the J.C. Penny catalog, a coloring book, or anything Elvis. <laughs> I thought that was great. God always reminds us what a gift life is when we're with her. That's neat. That is pretty cool. Yeah. What's Gregory say? Gregory says, we share a holiday display with the general public. 
enchanted wonderworld village at wonderland wonderland village at south shore mall suite 220 across from maranatha it has its grand opening on november 26 it's free for all it's our way of giving back and bringing joy to others during challenging times. So here, this is a, a local guy here that uh, puts on a cool Christmas display uh, over in one of the malls that we have. Oh, okay. That's cool. So he made, it says an enchanted... You remember back village. when back a long time ago when we put a nativity scene in the mall that was really bustling at the time uh-huh. and you could get your pictures taken at the manger? Do you remember that? I actually thought that was really neat because we gave a free Polaroid picture mm-hmm. that, and we had costumes there that they could dress up like a live nativity scene and get your picture taken with the baby Jesus. And sometimes it was fun if people had a baby that we dressed up their baby like baby Jesus. That's true. I remember and that. And then they could, their whole family could get their picture taken yeah. in the nativity. It was cute. Yeah, we had like a life-size donkey and and a cow and... and they were made out of paper mache, but they yeah. were pretty good. They were pretty cool looking. Yeah. I remember, um, I think one of my favorite ones was when the guy that was playing Santa at the mall came over and knelt down uh, by the baby Jesus and got his picture taken of Santa kneeling at the manger. And uh, and he put it up by the thing and said, now this is what Christmas is all about. I thought that was kind of a neat thing that we did because it did. It reminded people that... Christmas was more than just Santa Claus. Yeah. It was more than just the the uh, buying the gifts and stuff. And it was right in the middle of the mall, too, which was kind of cool. Yeah. I remember that. That was fun. Okay, what about Lisa? Lisa says, I've always bur- baked a birthday cake for Jesus, so my kids... Oh, I'm, I'm just... This is small print. I might have to go back to using a laptop. Um, I've always baked a birthday cake for Jesus with my kids so they understand the true meaning of Christmas. It's a great idea. Yeah. One thing we've done is... You've helped with the mission, the, the birthday Union party Go- for Jesus. Yeah, the yeah. Union Gospel Mission every year puts on a couple different birthday parties for Jesus in different communities, and give um, needy kids gifts. And we have a big birthday cake mm-hmm. and stuff for Jesus. Yeah, okay. I've done, I've, I dress up as Santa and then tell the story of Jesus. Yep, kind of fun. Which I probably need to look up the picture books again <laughs> that you use. Okay, so we're down to um, a few more left, though. Dan says, Lisa, that's pretty cool. Does Jesus ever blow out the candles? And Lisa says, Dan, no, the kids do that for him, LOL. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> you never know the comments we're going to get, do you? Oh, thank you, Catherine. She put her laptop on that. Is oh, bigger. is that a little bigger? Okay, yeah. so what does Timothy say? Timothy says, our family, cousins, grandmother have a Christmas dinner and we just chill for the day or days. We don't need much more than that. Uh, Isn't that true, huh? That is cool. Yeah. Uh, Lois says, I turn out all the lights except for the tree and I listen to Christmas music alone. It soothes my soul. That's kind of fun, too. Yeah, I like that, too. I like like it when the light, I love Christmas lights. I think they're really cool and... Too bad they break every year. What's up with that? <laughs> you know, when we were kids, do you remember? We kept using the same Christmas lights all the time, but we would have to string them out and check them all and replace them. Yeah, but the for some reason, they don't make them like they used to. I sound so old. They don't make the Christmas lights like they used to in my day. <laughs> well, and that, and now they're like cheaper in some ways, but they don't last as long. Yeah, you just buy new ones every year. 
Yeah. Heck. It's kind of wasteful. <laughs> but anyway, Greg says, <coughs> way back in my childhood, sounds like us, yeah. um, my older brother and I decided that Jesus was likely born in a hillside cave or sorts rather than in what Americans would consider a stable. With that in mind, we put one of the sheep on the roof of our manger scene. <laughs> Uh, free roaming, so to speak. That has stuck. Every year the crush is one um, part of the decorating that I look forward to. It doesn't feel like the holidays until one of the sheep is placed on the roof. It makes me think of family and helps me distinguish man, myth, man or myth from in the nativity story. I'm confused by that, but that's okay. Anyway, very cool. I like the sheep on the roof. We might have yeah. to do that sometime. <laughs> put a sheep on the roof? I don't yeah. think so. Ask me if I want to put a sheep on the roof. Do you want to put a sheep on the roof? Nah. How did I know you were going to say that? Ginger says, we have gingerbread figures. We have gingerbread house making parties. Everyone brings a can of frosting and a bag of candy, and everyone takes their own house home. She has more there. Oh, and we also do Coco and a movie night where we watch the kids' movies. Fun, fun, fun. And we love watching Nativity and White Christmas. Mm-hmm. Ken says, I'm too early for a tree, goof. LOL, it's going to die. And then Lois answers, Ken, I don't have a tree up yet. LOL. And sad to say, I have a fake one. I'm thinking maybe this year, a real one. Who knew? LOL. <laughs> We've gone back and forth on that, too. Yeah. Okay, Judy says, First off, no one really knows when Jesus' birthday really was. At one time, it was very important. Um, it was a very important family gathering. Now it is nothing but commercialism. I, for one, do not buy gifts. I make homemade goodies for my loved ones and a few friends because it comes from the home and heart with lots of love mixed in the process. Ryan says they decorate the house every year and make that special. Then we do the traditions, meals, baking, tree trimming, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, and constant music in the house. It really does the trick. Then we have a nativity calendar that tells the story of Jesus, and we do that with the kids. This year, we aren't going all out on gifts and doing all our gift purchases now. Staying out of the stores and holiday rush this year. I'm more stoked for Christmas now than ever. So I guess my answer is how to avoid it is that we are kind of avoiding it. Ha ha. I guess that's really the way to avoid commercialism. You just don't participate. Yeah, I I think sometimes, um, you know, we had some comments about really what more do we need besides getting together with family and sharing a good meal and hanging out together. And, um, you know, I I would agree to that for a lot of the a lot of the part, I mean, I do enjoy going to like a church service or decorating and things too, but sometimes I think we make things so complicated. Well, it, I think it's our fault for the way we raise our kids because you think about it. I mean, I remember being very, very disappointed when I turned about 13 or 14 because all of a sudden I, I used to get gifts from all sorts of different people and it was really fun. You know, Christmas mm-hmm. is for kids, you know, and and then when... When I got older, it just kind of tapered off to it was just the grandparents, you know, and then and maybe an occasional aunt or uncle would think of me, you know, or what. But it really it was really interesting because 
um, the um, how we teach our kids by what we give to them mm-hmm. sets up expectations for the future. And I think sometimes we can commercialize the holiday for our kids. And that's why it's really important for us to do things that have meaning and substance to them. Because let me ask you a question, Amy. Can you remember mm-hmm. what you got for Christmas last year? Uh-oh. I really can't. <laughs> I can't well, I, I would challenge people to think about what they got for Christmas in the last few years. Can you remember what you got for Christmas coloring last year? Coloring books and crayons. Oh, Catherine got coloring books and crayons because she asked for them. <laughs> right. But for the most part, we don't remember the gifts we get mm-hmm. as much as we remember the people we spent the time with. Yeah. So that right there is an answer as well. Because I can tell you, when I was a kid, there was a few gifts that I got that I remember, like my Evil Knievel stunt set and trailer. <laughs> okay, I, I've never heard of that. One. I loved. Oh, it was fantastic! It had a really, it was a really cool motorcycle that you, you, you put the Evil Knievel on it. You had the little action figure, and you put him on the motorcycle, and you wound it up. Then you push the button, and he was awesome. And we'd do jumps, and then they had the Evil Knievel's trailer that he traveled in. I had one of those. That was one of my favorite gifts ever. And I can the other gift that I can remember getting was I knew I was a nerd when my grandma and grandpa bought me one of the very first Pong games, the electronic handheld device that you played Pong on, and little blips would go across this screen. And it was me- it was mechanized, but it looked like it was digital, but it wasn't digital. It was mechanized. And I, hmm. but other than that, the the only things that I can remember getting significantly are like my a guitar. And your stereo. And my stereo because I love music. But other than that, Mm -hmm. I don't remember a huge amount of the gifts. But I can tell you, I can tell you just about every Christmas who I spent time with and Mm -hmm. what what we did as far as a family was concerned. We we always uh, told lots of jokes and we always the 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 adults all drank (laughs) (laughs) hot buttered rums. I remember. Uh, Grandpa Hanson making those, and and they didn't get sloppy drunk, but we, it, it was alcohol involved. We, and, we were Baptists, so our our mixed drinks were um, cranberry juice and Seven Up. <laughs> well, we, and we always had like Christmas specials on the TV, and and we'd have a lot. We'd always do a turkey or a ham or something like that, and people would bring goodies. Grandma would make her fudge, and so those are the things that I remember. I don't particularly remember the gifts as much as I remember the the people that we were with and how. Um, some Christmases it was really hard because as folks got older, they passed away, and and then mm-hmm. it just changes. Yeah, you know, Christmas changes, but it is what we make it. And again, too, the things that we fill our kids' heads with, you know, sometimes it's easier, but it's not correct. It's easier sometimes just to buy kids gifts and and make it a big commercial free for all. And when they open mm-hmm. up, they got all these things. But, you know, oftentimes in a couple of months, all those things are broken and they're they're not played with anymore. When we could emphasize maybe some time at Thanksgiving and Christmas time, we could emphasize some some relationship things that could be um, have a lot of meaning, not just sentimental meaning, but true deep meaning of what the holidays are all about. I think that's a lot better way to celebrate because in, in the end, you aren't disappointed. You can't be disappointed by something that is eternal. Yeah, I I don't know if Catherine remembers this a lot, but there are several times on Thanksgivings or Christmases that we've gone down and helped cook at the mission or dad dad spoke at the mission <coughs> and um, going and doing the birthday parties for well, that Jesus was, Yeah, that was one stuff. of my things about how do you make a memorable holiday. And one of the things I wrote down was volunteer in your community yeah. at a food bank 
or at a, a mission mm-hmm. soup kitchen a or soup something. kitchen um there's always there's always like a toys for tots program going mm-hmm. on or some type of service organization that's doing something to bless the folks that don't have anything during the, I know, the year i know our church on christmas day is going to be open and um people can come in and I'm not exactly sure how it's going to work, but they're going to have some some food and some presents and different. Yeah, things. people can wrap a present for someone if they don't have the money to. And you think they'll do like that? yeah, so we might go do that for a little bit on Christmas Day. We have to see what's going on. Yeah, but I thought that was kind of cool. But anyway, that's one of the big suggestions: is to volunteer at some type of place in the community where you can help others without strings attached. You don't have to be acknowledged for it, but you can go and. And do something. I think that's one of the keys too, is not doing it for fanfare, but doing it because out of the goodness of your heart and out of the fact that God has blessed us and we need to bless others. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the good things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, how about some of the things that we've done? We've done that. Uh, what other things have we done to make the holidays significant? Do you remember, Catherine? Yes, Yeah, but you got to turn that way. Um, what do we usually do with Grandma Ina every year? We make cookies every year. Yeah, we make our Scandinavian cookies. Okay, so that was another thing I had written down. Here's a really great way to make make memories during the holidays is have a baking day. Yeah. I try to only, well, I usually bake cookies on one day and then closer to Christmas I have a special bread that we make. It was fascinating how many families do not do that. They just buy goodies all pre-made. Yeah. And we found when we were youth pastoring, that one of the most exciting times for our kids in the youth group was when we would open the church kitchen up and we would buy all the supplies to make Christmas cookies and we'd invite them. We'd have it packed. A bunch of kids would come and they would have a ball making Christmas cookies and mm-hmm. stuff and then they'd take them and we'd, we'd take give them to the to, nursing home yeah. or we'd, we'd bless families. A lot of families. times we would take um, cookies to the like the police station like, yeah, the, and like, yeah, stuff. Yeah, to the and police station or the 911 center or... Fire not, yeah, fire station. Fire station where and they're the, on duty all the time. often we would go and carol too. Mm-hmm. Like we carol at the nursing home. Yeah, and the folks just loved that. And they gave them a cookie and stuff. But what was fun for the kids and what is fun for our families is on that day when you get together and you just you get to create something. And you have a lot of fun just talking and you put some Christmas music on and stuff like that. And it just really makes the, the time special. And we've done that for many years now. And a lot of times we've had different people come in and make cookies with us, either friends or neighbor kids. And I've been surprised how many kids have never decorated Christmas cookies. Oh, I remember, yeah, a couple of years ago we had some kids over and they just, they had never put frosting on a cookie before. And They'd never rolled out cookie, cookie dough. Cookie dough or, or cut it out with cookie cutters and we just had a blast and they just, we got pictures of them and they just, they're just enthralled with the whole thing. Yeah, and then we sent a big plate of them home with them. It didn't last long, but the, they were good. The, you know, that's one of the things is when I make cookies, we have different parties, work parties and church parties and family get-togethers and so i usually make four or five different kinds of cookies and then i take a plate of cookies with with us every time we go and really it's a low cost um it's a low cost way to make a memory i mean it does cost a little bit of money but everybody i mean even if you're not the greatest baker in the world if you can follow recipes Mm -hmm. in fact you know what would be fun this year is maybe you could put a few of our holiday cookie recipes up on our blog 
and then folks could uh, use that to to do a baking day with their family. Yeah, there's there's some of mine that are pretty easy. Um, some of them are kind of complicated because they're passed down through the generations or Swedish recipes and stuff, and so you have to kind of have someone show you how to do them. Yeah, but, but I it, have but like an easy not, molasses cookie. It's not really about even how stuff. they turn out. <laughs> or what they taste like. It's oh, really you haven't talked to my grandma. <laughs> yeah. well, well, it's more about spending time. I mean, we're yeah. t- we're trying to talk about how do you make memories with your family and low cost alternatives to the commercialism of Christmas. Yeah. Well, it's it's a lot of fun. You know, if you have sugar and butter and flour and a few other things, you can you can really make a, a really great memory, and that's something that everybody mm-hmm. can do. Yeah, I can put a couple up. That's a good idea. The other thing that we we try to do is we try to bless our neighbors somehow, some way, during the holiday season. And if it isn't giving them, um, you know, some cookies or something, we always do a we always write out a card or something like that Mm -hmm. for folks. And we're not super big on Christmas cards, but it is nice to to remember folks that are around you. They like it. uh, This is one idea that I really enjoy us doing every year is we do a internet. Christmas letter where we put pictures. And well, nowadays articles. everybody can do that too. Yeah, I mean you can do a you can do a WordPress blog and yeah. um, put pictures from the year and different things. And um, I've been enjoying. We've done that the last I don't know how many years. Probably eight, eight or nine, nine years. Eight or nine years. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a good time doing that every year. Mm-hmm. And um, you know. I, I try not to spend tons of money um, on Christmas, but, you know, some it's hard when you've got kids not to want to buy them something. Well, one of the things but, that we've always done, we've set a budget for each one of the kids, uh, 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 the same amount of money for each kid, and then we try to stick to that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we do well, sometimes we don't. And many years it's been really tough, and other years it hasn't been as tough, so... You just—I yeah. mean—that's another way that you can really put a put a cap on the commercialism is set a budget of how much you're going to mm-hmm. spend, and then like last year, we we I think we spent less money on everybody and put more of the money into the family get together, mm-hmm. and I think that's probably what we'll do this year too, just because of finances. But but that's again where you put you know where you put your effort and money in is what's most important to you. And not that the kids aren't important, but the the time together during the holidays is, is very, very important compared yeah. to, again, the gift that they won't even remember mm-hmm. down the road. Yeah, that's true. So is there anything we haven't covered? We've yes. covered volunteering. We've yes, covered there is something very fun that you baking. can do with your kids and okay. with your family. And I call it the tour of lights, and we we try to oh, do it yeah, every year, mm-hmm. where we put us a, a we get a good Christmas CD, and of course, the last couple of years have been Willie Nelson, <laughs> uh, but we get a good Christmas CD put together compilation, and we put it in the car, and or the van or whatever we have at the time, and we drive throughout our community looking at Christmas displays at night, so we get to see all the people that put lights on their houses and do displays in their yards and stuff like that. And that costs nothing but gas. Yeah. You know, five bucks of gas to drive around the harbor where we live and see the lights. So that is something we, we um, have enjoyed doing. And we do it almost every year. Yeah, we've done that since our boys were, were little. Little tiny. Little. I think we did it before the kids were born. Probably. <laughs> Probably the last 24 years we've done that. Sure. Yeah. And I think, I think the other thing, too... Um, 
the other thing too is to not you know you you're listening to our podcast you know that we are believers in Christ and I think that's the other thing that's really important is to remember the meaning at least the meaning of what we celebrate for Christmas or for Thanksgiving behind it all for us is is our relationship with God and how he's really blessed us so we want to celebrate being thankful for God in our lives on Thanksgiving and then of course for Christmas time we celebrate the birth of Christ and those are the traditions that we emphasize more than anything else mm-hmm. and i think unless you talk about it unless you engage in that you know we don't hand that down to our kids if we don't do that mm-hmm. and i think that's we just make that a real a process that is a, is uh we're aware of it if that makes sense mm-hmm and we do that by going to you know finding special things that we can go to like a christmas eve service or a you know a christmas service or something that that revolves around um what we believe the whole holiday means mm-hmm. and that that seems to and we've done that before the kids were born we've 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 just celebrated that way and it really makes a difference when you become a believer in christ it re- it really makes a big difference on how you celebrate any holiday mm-hmm. i think I think so too. Some of our fun traditions, though, um, at uh, Thanksgiving time, usually our our tradition is we always have a turkey. Mm-hmm. Of course, most people do, and you can get really good sales at the grocery stores this time of year. And we usually kind of alternate between having Thanksgiving with your family and with my family. And this year, we're having it kind of with your family. Well, we have a few people coming over, but not the whole clan because that's like over 50 people. Now. Yeah, it kind of grew. <laughs> we kind of grew now and the the kids have grandkids and yeah. yeah, and so on and so forth. So Yeah. My mom had 5 kids <coughs> with the in-laws that's 10. There's 25 grandkids. So right there that's 36 people. Yeah. So And then Well, anyway, they don't need to hear a whole great grandkids. So tree. and uncles and aunts and cousins and we yeah, have so, a big family. Well, anyway, this year we're going to be staying home and making a turkey, so that should be fun and, and exciting. And I hope maybe my folks can come down or we'll find a day when we can go visit them. That would be kind of mm-hmm. fun. And then for Christmas Eve, we always have a, a tradition. And I think that um, Catherine should tell us what that tradition is. Yeah. Every Christmas Eve for the past seven, eight years, where have we gone? Oh, to the Vale Christmas party. Oh, no, Canton. We've gone to a Chinese restaurant on Christmas Eve. I was like, which tradition are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, did we do that this year? We did. We did. We went rather late because it was after the Christmas Eve service, wasn't it? It wasn't rather late. It was, yeah, it was after the Christmas Eve service on our way home. Um, Yeah, so it was like about... 10 no 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 oh i guess the christmas Baptist church does not have christmas eve service at 10 o'clock at night so it was like like eight o'clock yeah eight or nine it was like eight o'clock okay and we went and we always have canton egg rolls yeah except for i don't really like their egg rolls but i got a really good noodle dish that was good with vegetables and chicken and i think it was because i watched the christmas story and they had the 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 family that burnt the turkey and so they went out for chinese food on christmas eve and ever since i watched that we go out on christmas eve and we sometimes we don't have a whole meal because we already ate at the christmas eve day well, thing. we usually have like an afternoon get together and so after the christmas eve service we're, we're kind of hungry, hungry. <laughs> but nobody came out of the thing with a duck and served it to us going deck the horse with boughs of hari for ra 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 nope no one did that 
That's we a, usually will get fragile. You know, this is a really weird quirky Moyer tradition because not only do we eat Chinese food on Christmas Eve late at you know, in the evening, but we also get quarters and play like nineteen eighties rock and roll. They have a jukebox there and we'll get yeah, we'll get like a dollar three three or four dollars worth of uh songs on the jukebox and then you and it's actually you get to push the buttons and everything on it. <laughs> I can't and, believe we're telling everybody. Yeah, this. and so we play like Tom it's, Petty and the Heartbreakers, and it's such a quirky family. And I'll play thing. Ario Speedwagon, and I'll sing along at the top of my lungs to it, and the and kids get all embarrassed. I have no idea who they are, but my parents do. <laughs> and I'll just all the way from the Beatles to ACDC, and yeah, well, I, I yeah. don't really care for the ACDC one. I can handle some of the Beatles. But I'm going, but... yeah. <laughs> so. It's, it's pretty That's fun. kind of a weird tradition for our family, but yeah. It is, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I even played some Kenny Rogers. You got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. Okay. The other thing is, as soon as we get back from our egg roll adventure, um, we usually, the kids will beg us to open one Christmas, one gift Christmas Eve. That's true. So they usually open one gift Christmas Eve, and then usually it's socks or something. Yeah, something little. <laughs> and then the next morning, I make a big breakfast on Christmas morning, and they open the other presents, and then, then we just kind of enjoy we, the day. Yeah, sometimes we we go up to your families, or we have a bunch of family over. Mm-hmm. It's just different. This year's probably going to be quiet Christmas, but it should be all right. Yeah, I I think we try to watch a couple of movies during the holidays and, you know, usually on the TV or something. And yeah, it's it's pretty good. But anyway, it it is what you make it, you know. (laughs) Yeah, just being together. Like some of the people say you work so much, just being together is a treat. It really is. And so it is. It's good just to be together. So our big suggestions are, you know, basically make some make some of your own memories with family and don't surround it with the gifts surround it with your love surround it with the time you get to spend with people because really in the long run people don't remember what they got for christmas they really don't but they do remember who they spent it with and and how they were treated and if they felt loved or not and mm-hmm. that really you know the cry uh, i think the cry of people's hearts is that we want to be loved we want to be cared for and what a wonderful time of year to be able to emphasize the love of God and what he has for us. So we just really highly recommend make some memories with your kids, with your family, do it from the heart this year. Don't worry so much about the money and the, and the the traditional um, commercialization, but, but do it from your heart. You are really important to someone and they would love to know that you love them. And we just really recommend highly that you spend time with someone you love this holiday season. It'll make it a lot better. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, so let's pray, and then we'll introduce next week's subject. Okay. Go ahead. Father God, we come to you in Jesus' name, and we ask that you help um, each and every one who's listened to this program have creative ideas on how to spend time with their family, show the people they love, um, your love. And I pray for um, ideas too, Lord, to reach out to people in need, um, to get beyond ourselves. And that's where the true joy comes from. And we just thank you and 
pray for each and every one that they will experience that joy and love that you have. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Catherine, for being our special guest today. I don't know where she went. She's right here. Oh, okay. Thanks, Catherine. So what are you getting me for Christmas? I don't know yet. You have to say it in the mic. I don't know yet. Oh, you're, I you're, like the Gorn, by the way, for my yeah, birthday. Yeah, you just got your Gorn bobblehead in the mail, finally, after yeah. about three like, mistakes. He's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, next time on the podcast, it's our Thanksgiving special. We'll be um, taking comments from you all. Everybody that listens, hopefully you'll send a comment in on our voice line. Um, We'd love to hear from you on MP3. That'd be awesome. Or if you just want to email, that's fine too. You can do that at rick at takehimwithyou.com. That's rick at takehimwithyou.com. You can always visit our website at takehimwithyou.com. We would really appreciate it if uh, during this time, if, uh, if you get something out of the program, you could help us by... Uh, giving a small donation towards our podcast that would be very very appreciated it really goes to our family and it helps us to be able to take the time out to do this podcast and bring all this info to you so if you feel like it go for it we have a paypal account and you can find all that info at takehimwithyou.com okay 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 thanks everybody we'll see you next week Take Him With You podcast is a Moira Multimedia Recording, LLC. Copyright 2010. All rights reserved. Thank you. It's beginning to look a lot like Thanksgiving. Uh-uh. Every turkey you carve. I like the stuffing best. Yeah. Okay. okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hi, this is Kenny. And this is Jenny. We're the hosts of Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. We're not like your typical fan podcasts. Both Jenny and I have worked on several seasons of The Guild and take our listeners behind the scenes to share our fun and crazy times on set. We also have exclusive interviews with cast, crew, and fans of The Guild. We keep you up to date on General Guild news and the latest happenings of our cast and crew. So please give us a listen on iTunes or at knightsoftheguild.com. This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open-wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast, we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumors as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in iTunes, search Champ Podcast. Champ Podcast, the world's fastest podcast. Hello, my name is Meds. And I'm Kelly. And we are the presenters of Waffle On Podcast. Now, once you've finished listening to the brilliant Taking With You podcast... What in the wide world of sports is that? It's a podcast that's spiritual, but not religious, and all about Rick's geeky life. What? Does he like geeky TV? Indeed he does. What? Like TV we like from 1960 to 1999? Indeed, and that's why he listens to us. That's what we're about. We do British TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. So come and find us. You can find us at Podbean, just type in Waffle On Podcast podcast or iTunes. We'd be honoured if you'd join us. Thank you. Hi, my name's Al, and my wife Joyce and I are big Disneyland fans. 
In fact, we love the place so much we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House, we'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort, reveal some amazing little-known gems we call hidden treasures, and we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks, as well as offer up some tips and tricks we've picked up over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation. So, after Rick and Amy have helped you along your spiritual path, check out Tales from the Mouse House in iTunes. And remember, make it a magical day.
you.